Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You better you bet. Presented by BetMGM. The tremendous football Thursday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the BetQL Network. What an awesome first two hours of the show. Three amazing guests last hour giving us thoughts on Championship Sunday. Um, I guess, Ken, now with three guests under the belt, um, it feels like the common denominator is uh, San Francisco is going to score a lot in this game on Detroit's defense. And I got to tell you, my friend, tough to disagree. Tough to disagree with that particular uh, train well, of yeah. thought. I, I think it's more just like, I agree, but... The team total, like, you need them to score 30 to win your bet, which is, like, a, you know, not an uncommon score, I guess, but just you still need them to score 30 to win your bet. Like, I, I agree. I think they're going to uh, they're gonna have a lot of success, too. Just they're favored by a touchdown. The total's 51 and a half. Like, you have to believe it's going to be even crazier than the market does in order to in order to make a bet. So I'm just kind of a little lukewarm on that. I really, I really liked Rob's argument for why the Ravens won't score a lot in the game. That's how I like to think. It's just because that's how I like to think about matchups too. Like, do you have any historical comps that can like help and not, it has to play out the same way, but just help like kind of fill in some of the puzzle pieces here. And, and what Rob was pointing out is look, like you look at the Ravens against top 10 defenses and it's not that it's atrocious and they scored on a lot of teams, just that it's a little different than some of the other teams that they played and uh and maybe the it won't be such a cakewalk for the offense maybe this is going to end up being like a 13 10 kind of close to the vest game that's almost if the if the chiefs can't get the ravens into dis you know into advantageous packages for them which they were able to do against the dolphins and the bills if they can't do that they have trouble scoring and pacheco's hurt and if if the ravens are going to struggle like like how rob's kind of implying yeah like all of a sudden you're just kind of like is anybody scoring in the game and then if it's a who has the ball last kind of a game I think everybody would bet the same thing if you knew that was the case. I will say, though, you know, as far as field goal kickers go, the Chiefs, the, the Ravens have the greatest field goal kicker ever in Justin Tucker. And the Chiefs have one of the most supremely clutch kickers in the history of the NFL. It was like never missed like a big kick in his career, basically. So I think you feel good about both kickers at the end of a game. And uh, it's no disrespect to Lamar Jackson, who deserves to win his second MVP award. Literally nobody is Patrick Mahomes. And that's why I'm going to have a bet on the Kansas City Chiefs coming up uh, on Sunday. Uh, we believe we'll be joined coming up by Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback Warren Moon in a moment here on the show. Joey Kanish will stop by in 20 minutes. All our bets for tonight coming up in the final hour, the power hour of the show. And, and uh, Ken, while we wait to get Warren Moon on the show, and we expect to have him on here in about a minute, uh, we did this news to end last hour. We broke into the interview with Rob to to uh, 
to tell our audience that the Atlanta Falcons have uh, made their hire at head coach. Not official yet, but all the insiders are reporting it like this is a done deal. That Rams defensive coordinator, one-time assistant head coach and interim head coach as well of the Atlanta Falcons when Dan Quinn was dismissed. Raheem Morris will be the next head coach of Atlanta, which is interesting in and of itself. I think it's also interesting, Ken, because I think it likely means no Bill Belichick in this coaching cycle. So maybe we've seen the end of Belichick. Of course, he could still get a job, but something surprising could happen. It looks like at this point now, probably no Belichick. Maybe no Mike Vrabel in this coaching cycle either. I think that's pretty surprising to a lot of people, um, including me. So we can bandy it about as we move along in the show. Kind of like, what do we think of the Falcons next year? Who's the quarterback going to be would be the first question, I'm sure. And you know what? We'll, we'll get to all of this coming up later in the show. But right now, We are very, very pleased to welcome to the show. This is going to be awesome to break down Championship Sunday in the National Football League. Who better than a Hall of Fame quarterback? Pro Football Hall of Famer Warren Moon joins us here on You Better You Bet, making his You Better You Bet debut. He's on Twitter at WMoon1. Warren, it's Nick Costos and Ken Barkley here on You Better You Bet on the BetQL Network. Really appreciate your time. Happy Championship Week in the NFL to you and yours. How's it going? I'm doing great. I'm just wondering why it took you so long to get me on your show. Great question. (laughs) Well, it's a great question. Well, the good news is, uh, you know, if everything goes great here, we have a great segment. We're going to ask you to come on a a lot more. I have a feeling, Warren. So thank you very much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Uh, Obviously, two really interesting games to dig into here. I want to actually ask you about the NFC game first. Obviously, you play quarterback at such a high level, and I'm sure you've seen some of the stuff that we've seen this week about 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy, and even some of the stuff that, you know, things that were said this season. It's all the system. This guy's overrated. And that obviously came across in the Packers game where he struggled and Randy didn't play very well. Just, I'm sure you've watched him a lot this year. They've been one of the best teams in the league. They're going into a game where they're favored by a touchdown. What have you made of Brock Purdy's season and his performance last week? I think his performance this season has been uh, spectacular. Um, he did have a couple of games there where he didn't have all of his pieces and and uh, didn't play as well. And that, that's going to be, I think, with any quarterback. Most quarterbacks that don't have their main weapons uh, in a football game might struggle a little bit, and, and he was no different. But if you take the rest of the, the season, I mean, he's been as good as any quarterback in this league. Uh, he set up single-season record for the 49ers, and they've had some pretty good quarterbacks in the 40, 49ers for uh, for passing this year. Uh, he's been in the top, you know, at least three of every statistical category for quarterbacks uh, in the season. And I think one that's most important is his uh, average yards per completion. It's not like he's dinking and dunking the ball. He's throwing the ball down the field. So this kid has played out of his mind. I think a lot of people don't want to give him credit because there are a lot of weapons on this team. But but show me a really good football team that doesn't have a whole lot of weapons. And uh, I think the fact that he's able to – manage this offense where there's been some other quarterbacks in that offense that haven't managed that offense and, and been successful. He's been able to do that. So uh, I hate that he's getting the criticism that he gets when he doesn't play well. And then when he does play well, it's because of the talent around him, but the guy can play quarterback and people just need to give him credit for that. Yeah, and, I, and I've said it's like Brock Purdy is either Joe Montana or Jim Druckenmiller after games, and there's no in-between for Purdy. He's either the best or the worst. And Warren, he's going to get the opportunity to put a lot of the uh, the criticism to rest with a good performance coming up on Sunday against the Detroit Lions. Let's get your thought coming up on this game. Jared Goff on the other side, who's won an NFC previously, started in a Super Bowl. And Warren, you don't have to give us like a bet on the game, obviously. I'm going to give the point spread and the, and the total because we're a betting show. Just kind of how you conceptualize the game going, which 
which team you like to win, etc. So San Francisco is about a touchdown favorite in the game. A really high point total, 51.5, so the thought is it's going to be a high-scoring game. Do you agree with that, that we're going to see fireworks on both sides of the ball here with both offenses? Do you expect the quarterbacks to play well? What do you think we see with the Lions and the 49ers by the Bay in the NFC title game? Yeah, I don't see a real high-scoring game, but I see a game maybe in the high 20s. Uh, I don't know what you consider a high-scoring game. It's not going to be, you know, like 38-37 or something like that. But uh, I think it could be like 31-27 uh, or something like that. But uh, I really think these games come down to the line of scrimmage. Who who dominates the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football? And then who protects the ball the best? Because turn- turnovers are huge in big-time games. They're big momentum shifters. They're big uh, – field position shifters and sometimes can turn into scores. So uh, those are going to be the key things in this ballgame, which team takes care of the football the best and then which team can control the line of scrimmage. You know, if if uh, if the 49ers are able to run the football against uh, the, the Detroit Lions front seven, uh, then that just opens th- everything up for, for Brock Purdy to be able to play action pass. That. And it's really the same for – for uh, golf because they really rely on the running game more than anything. So, so their play action pass game becomes more effective. And if the 49ers are able to shut down their running game, it makes uh, Jared golf a a pocket passer. And he's not really a drop back passer. He's more of a play action passer. That's where he gets most of his big strikes down the field. So it's going to be interesting to see which team controls the line of scrimmage the best. Warren, let's, let's go to the AFC game and really good thoughts there. I think on the, the Niners and the Lions, just like a, a tantalizing quarterback matchup, obviously in the first game in the AFC game with Lamar Jackson, who's going to win a second MVP award and Patrick Mahomes, who has kind of already accomplished everything that a quarterback can accomplish in the NFL. And is just trying to win more of it. Uh, the Ravens. And I don't know if this is surprising. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know if you follow the betting markets for the games. I think a lot of people who kind of like don't follow betting would hear that Patrick Mahomes is a four point underdog and be like, wow, really? Like Patrick Mahomes, is, he's the best player. Like how can he be a four-point underdog? But I think what that speaks to obviously is the Ravens have been a better team this year. So just your best guess about how you see this playing out, the market expects for what it's worth, a much lower scoring game, 44, that's also like 24-20 is kind of the projected final score of the game. And the Ravens are favored by more than a field goal. What about the AFC game on Sunday? Yeah, I, I think uh, it's not a surprise that Patrick, to me, is, a, uh, is an underdog because he is going on the road. He is playing against the number one seed. The number one seed deserves to be the uh, the favorite. I mean, that, that's why they are the number one seed, because they had the best season overall. And if you look at what Baltimore did against some of the best teams in the league, they really dominated them. So it doesn't surprise me, even though it is Patrick Mahomes. And uh, I really like the way the Chiefs have picked up their game since the playoffs started. They always talk about teams aren't able to just turn it on when they want to, but the way the – Chiefs got through the regular season, and then once the playoffs started, it seemed like they they flipped the switch, and and they've become you know a different football team. Guys are catching the football now; they're playing really good on defense. So it's going to be a hell of a football game. There's no question about it. Uh, if it comes down to where the Chiefs are, you know, within a score, I really like uh, Kansas City's um, chances. But what what Baltimore has been able to do this year against most of the good teams is they've really blown them out, and uh, you know, won by double digits or more. So Again, if the game is close, that's where Patrick Mahomes really becomes uh, a a huge weapon because that's where he's really good in the last parts of football games. But we'll have to see how the the Chiefs hold up during the meat of the football game and don't let the game get away from them so they give their quarterback a chance to win it for them at the end. 
You better you bet here with Nick and Ken on a tremendous football Thursday. It is awesome to have Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback Warren Moon joining us right now to break down Championship Sunday in the NFL on Twitter at WMoon1. Warren, if you had to pick a winner for the Chiefs-Ravens AFC Championship game, who are you taking and why? Well, I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs. One, because, you know, I root for the teams that I played for, and I played for the Chiefs the last two years of my career. I've become good friends with with Patrick Mahomes, and I really believe in Andy Reid. He was was the one coach that I wish I could have played for uh, when I was playing uh, because I just love his innovative offenses. Uh, I really like what Baltimore has done this year. I really like where Lamar Jackson has taken his game to. um, But I I just – I'm rooting for the Chiefs, and I just think because their defense has played so well this year, I think they'll play good again this week on the road, and I think Patrick will be the difference. All right, so I think Ken and I both like the Chiefs also, so we love, Warren, that that you like Kansas City coming up in the game as well. Warren, final question for you here. I'm curious how much you get this. Uh, I'm 40. Uh, I started playing football video games literally in, in 1991, Tecmo Super Bowl. And I grew up in New York, but the team that I would use exclusively in Tecmo Super Bowl was your run-and-shoot Houston Oilers. Haywood Jeffries was my favorite receiver to throw to. Obviously, those great receivers with Lorenzo White basically can name like every player, every player on that team. You guys had electric offenses in the 90s. And just my opinion as a student of football history, someone who loves this stuff, it's like people always look back fondly on like the K-Gun Bills because they got to a couple Super Bowls, four Super Bowls, obviously, right? And some great offenses from that era. Just kind of my opinion, Warren that I don't think the run-and-shoot Oilers, right, your Oilers offense kind of gets the credit that I think it deserves. Now, I'm not saying that matters to you. You're a Hall of Famer, right? You've gotten the, the plaudits, etc. Do you ever think, though, that history should look more fondly back on some of those offenses that you were a part of during your career? Well, yeah, I like to think that we were uh, really innovative for our time. And, you know, a lot of people thought we were more of a gimmick, that offense. But if you look at what offenses are doing today in, in professional football and over, say, the last 10 years, it's basically what we did in the run and shoot. The, the route concepts, uh, the type of throws that you're making, these back shoulder throws and things like that, they never did that until we started doing it with the run and shoot back in the 90s. Um, the, the spread offenses that you see today, four and five wide receivers, that's what we did in the run and shoot. So uh, the only thing that's different is they do it from a drop back and they do it with a tight end on the field today because a lot of these tight ends are hybrid, so they could be almost like a wide receiver the way they can run, but they also have the size to play tight end, and you could run the football with them where we have never had a tight end on our roster. That was, that was one of the big differences. So uh, I really like what, what we did and the way we added to what's going on in professional football today. Yeah, do we get enough credit? No, I think if we would have won a Super Bowl or something like that, we probably would have gotten more credit. But because the Super Bowl is such a, you know, a, a, a big accomplishment these days, if you don't do that, it doesn't mean you're 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 good enough anymore. So uh, th- I think that's the biggest reason why we don't get the credit we deserve is because we didn't win a championship with that offense. But we definitely were exciting, and, and you. You uh, talk to anybody that played against us, we were difficult to stop. Uh, this, there's no question about it. And just in case we have any like younger listeners and viewers, if you're unfamiliar with the run and shoot, like YouTube some highlights. This offense was 
absolutely electric to watch. And obviously, Warren, Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback, one of one of the main reason why. Warren, uh, we loved having you on the show. Loved your analysis. We sincerely appreciate it. We promise not to wait that long to ask you to come back on Twitter at WMoon1. Enjoy the games this weekend. Stay well, and we look forward to catching up with you again in the future. Thanks for having me on, guys. You guys enjoy the games as well. They should both be uh, spectacular, and that's what the NFL is all about. Really good football, and and hopefully uh, the, the, the games live up to it. Thank you very much, and hopefully we win our bets. I would actually say yeah. that's probably the most important thing. Yeah, that maybe, was, maybe that was awesome. That was great. And, like, I mean, like, that run-and-shoot offense doesn't get its due. It, I actually liked it more than the Kagan offense that the Buffalo Bills ran. Coming up next, we go from Warren Moon to Joey Kanish, because of course we do. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.